Badger, Nick Leparo. That's an original he wrote called Drifting Portals. You can find him on SoundCloud under the name Toponis. Uh, thanks again, Badgie, for letting me use that music. Anyways, you guys, uh, we're back. We took a little break, um, but we talked about Game of Thrones and the impact it's had on modern TV. And I don't think we spoiled anything. I think we did a pretty good job. Thank you, Henry, Gabby, and Clint. Um, you guys are going to enjoy it. Cheers, everybody. Thanks for listening. Oh, oh all right. Hey, that's it. That official. Bad. The official sound of the Bender Blend. B minus. Uh, we're back. <laughs> We've taken about a month. Feels like a month off, um, and that's okay. A little regrouping, uh, you know, as as we always do. But uh, today, I think, as you know, all day is kind of like, oh fuck, I gotta have a topic. But since it's relevant, but we're not gonna, we're gonna do our best not to spoil it in case somebody hasn't been caught up or you know. But uh, what really came to mind was the impact of Game of Thrones that. You know the impact it's had on TV <clears throat> and how TV's made nowadays. So, because I mean it's it's hard to meet people that don't watch it or have never. You know what I mean? Um, I know a few. I know a handful. Surprisingly, like actually, I think one of my coworkers is trying to get into it, but the other two now and Prio tried to get into it. Um, he has his own issues with it, and that's fine. Too much nudity. <laughs> <clears throat> Too much. Sex. He's not here to defend himself. He can't. Um, he hates boobs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think it's you know I don't know what you guys think, but I know we're all fans and we've all we're all caught up. But just thinking about like watching people's reactions to how like. You know, like Henry and I watched an episode last week that was very important, no spoilers, and I had a like out loud reaction to something that happened. I'm like, that that doesn't happen that often with shows. Like I watched a lot of T V shows, but nothing of that volume and what, that Game of Thrones you watched, you mean? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was an episode and I out loud was like cheering, like fuck yeah, like uh, that. Like like I was watching a sports ball game, you know. Mm -hmm. I don't like I don't watch sports anymore except baseball but it's that like uh, it's your team winning Mm -hmm. I also think that that parallel is 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 really easy to draw in that it is a weekly event that at this point in time especially in the final season um, it's Sunday night football it is like when people talk about it the next day and that's where we get into like the spoiler culture on the internet is (laughs) If you didn't watch it, you missed the game. Like right. you, you almost can't be yeah. mad that somebody gave you the score of the game because you right. didn't oh, watch it live. Yeah, it's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a fair point, you know. And I guess out of fairness, I, I'm just because I'm such a fucking strict person on spoiling shit. But you're right. It's like if someone spoiled, I'd be, I wouldn't be that mad. I'd just be like, fuck. Yeah, I, I had a chance to watch it, and I didn't, so you're right. But it is still a bummer, like that, yeah. especially in a show of that magnitude. It's it's so long. Well, I can't remember what interview I saw, but one of the actors was like, this is like, yeah, this is the longest movie ever made. Or, you know, it's because it, that's what it feels like. It's like, yeah, each episode is like a short film. Mm-hmm. And it's like that... I think I don't know of any other shows that are picking up on that style, but it's like that, and also like where's what's 
you know, like that's changing the way people are writing their own stories and mm-hmm. telling them on TV. You know, it's, I think it helps to have a network like HBO where you can just be like, yeah, show, yeah, just full. Tell your story, all of it. Like, we need to see blood, guts, boobs, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Major deaths. Yeah. And, uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, The Walking Dead, ha- it, that's close to this, but it's not... It, it got really repetitive, and that's honestly why I stopped watching it. It's just like, okay, they're going to die. Like, a couple people are going to die that you really care about. Then they're going to move to a settlement, and they're going to be safe for about a week or a month. And then more humans are going to show up, and they're going to have conflict. And they're going to be like, oh, yeah, zombies are still there. Um, but it's people <laughs> that are the worst. And it's like, okay, I see that. That's that's a cool commentary. But season after season, it was just like, move, be safe for a little while, then not safe die move on like it i'm not saying it's not a good show but it for me it was like uh, okay i think i'm i'm just kind of there's only so much you can do with that storyline though yeah and it was beat i was beat down like after five seasons the fifth season ended i was just like this is really hard to all to watch and then of course the the big bomb when it was like fuck all right i uh took the wind out of my sails but what about you did you ever watch walking Walking Dead? dead nope okay nope i mean and that kind of goes into the other question of like, what's what, the impact that Game of Thrones has had, and now when it leaves and it's over, what's next? Like, yeah, yeah. We were talking before we started recording about like that depression that people got after watching Avatar, and they're like, the, that planet's not real. I can't go live there. And yeah, it's like that. You you said you're like, we'll see that depression. People are going to be. Yeah. Luckily, we have the three <laughs> spinoff series. Of oh, Game of Thrones, <laughs> they yeah. they already planned. They already oh, yeah. planned, yeah. Which, uh, uh, which, luckily, George R. R. Martin has commented that they're moving along very nicely. Like he's very happy with the direction that they're going. With how does the... he feel about these this season? So I think he, I think he likes it a lot. I yeah. mean, he he worked extensively with them to to come up with the story. He's and, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, I think it's it's going to be interesting. I think. Game of Thrones versus The Walking Dead. One of the reasons why I was upset with The Walking Dead was the characters making the same mistake mm-hmm. constantly. Like they would Brian not learning from yeah, it. and they like you <laughs> yeah. you would see characters do things that it was like, man, if I'm like one of the last people alive, like if I see somebody with like ten zombies around them. I'm not jumping off of my safe place to go save. I'm sorry. You would like you would just have better survival instincts to just yeah. not do that. And you see people making mistakes that you can't relate to. Right. And in That's Game true. of Thrones, at least characters have arcs where they're changing and adapting. And you like it's less of them. Um, like I somebody was making the comment on Ozark. I love that show, but um, somebody was being like. Yeah, like, I can't, I can't, like, I hate shows where it's just people fucking up and then dealing with the consequences of that, and that's the problems, they're creating their own problems in the show. And I kind of relate to that, where in Game of Thrones it is people versus each other, and so they're being impacted by outside things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think one of the more important things in Game of Thrones, as far as the impact of the show on just pop culture and everything is 
like started with Lord of the Rings, I think a little bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the <clears throat> the fantasy, like, yeah, mm-hmm. fantasy and superheroes and like all of these things are in the mainstream, but not, but just as a like a, a genre, you are allowed to tell cool, complex political stories just in a realm where there are also dragons and like ice zombies mm-hmm. <laughs> and direwolves. Yeah, but I think that's the more like where that. It's not that fantasy is cool, <laughs> but it is now a like societally acceptable way to tell cool, complex stories. Oh, definitely. And that, that whole wave of, you know, like you said, it started with Lord of the Rings for sure. And the wave of like, nerd is now cool. And it's like, well, it was always cool. That's a cool way of storytelling. Now it's just in popular demand. Mm-hmm. and people realize like yeah that is a great way to get your story across as a set what's your setting oh there's dragons like yeah on the surface you can a fucking nerd but then people watch it and they're like fuck that's cool that's good shit yeah it definitely changed the scope and i'm sure the fan base too like it's i'd love to see a cross section because i think you know what i mean it's like everybody wants to watch it or has watched it and is watching it it's like yeah kind of a that's unique it seems like i don't know <clears throat> yeah well i think just to i to agree with him i think that lord of the rings was sort of the gateway that mm-hmm. kind of blew it all open and for me too like i was never into fantasy fiction like growing up ever like i was not into superheroes dragons any of that bullshit at all and then <laughs> yeah. i was dating a girl who's like you've never seen lord of the rings i'm like nah and she's like no we're watching it and I fucking loved it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I was like, oh my God, we got to, let's get through this. Watch, let's go rent the next one. Cause this is back still, this is before Black Netflix. Buster. Yeah. Yeah. Or just Fuck like, yeah. yeah, or a little place down the street in San Francisco. There was just there was all these great little like video rental places. They're all gone now. But um, anyways, and uh, probably had it not been for that and my love of, of the Game of Thrones, I'm sorry, the, the Lord of the Rings series and the Hobbit and all that, yeah. I probably wouldn't have really had any interest in watching Game of Thrones. Yeah, so it was your gateway drug. It was. It was mm-hmm. my, yeah. It was my, like, fantasy fiction marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. What about you, Gabby? Were you always kind of into fantasy stuff? Or, would, yeah, would, you was, know, was it easy to easy I always enjoyed to fantasy because my mom loves fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, my mom is a big, she's, she's a professor, but she, um, she designed like her own courses for like literary courses for college. And so she designed like a fantasy course, science fiction and Gothic literature. And so she was always reading. And unfortunately I wasn't, I wasn't, I, I'm a reader, but I sometimes have to be in the mood to read fantasy. Sometimes I prefer to read like actual, um, uh, like data. Nonfiction. Yeah. Nonfiction, which, yeah, which my brain is always very like in the clouds like I love um fantasy but I love being able to see it and I agree like Lord of the Rings really I remember the first time I saw it was like I was young when it I mean not like super young but um I didn't get super into it until my first year at Cal Poly one of my roommates was diehard um Lord of the Rings fan and we decided to have a weekend where we watched the unedited version. Yeah. And each movie then <laughs> nice. is like, what, like four hours long? Yeah. Just about. It's, and, a, it's a marathon for sure. Yeah. And that's <coughs> that's what ended up like really just um, enveloping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
my mind, but um, uh, yeah, I've been watching Game of Thrones mm-hmm. since it started. Um, and the thing too for me, I'm like with like Gabby. I like I like nonfiction. You know, I like straight lines and right angles, and I like logic. And do you know what I mean? I yeah. I that's kind of what I'm what I'm comfortable with. And I think what's cool about Game of Thrones is that um, between the where they're shooting, mm-hmm. how they're shooting, and how much work and attention to detail goes into every shot, I'm able to turn off my part of my brain that is always going, yeah, right, yeah. whatever, yeah. oh, yeah, right. Never once do I, when I'm Question. watching it with, yeah, I, I just, you just get lost in it. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's just like, whoa, holy shit. You know, yeah. and it's like, it's you cool. You suspend your disbelief. Yeah. Yeah. I totally. think, I think that's actually a, a really good reason why I think you see popularity in the new comic book movies and in any mm-hmm. like new fantasy or sci-fi mm-hmm. is quality determines your willing suspension of disbelief. Mm-hmm. And if it is a good enough quality visual and um, especially if the writing's good on top of that you are much more willing to kind of allow yourself to to get into whatever world they're presenting um, yeah. but yeah the, the quality is for sure at, at I'm sure at its highest point mm-hmm. if for for any fantasy you're able to visualize things that don't look cheesy because of the effects or whatever it is yeah yeah I think what's funny about like the Marvel universe for example is it when it started with Iron Man, I because I I have friends that don't like fantasy or any of that, but they loved Iron Man because it was a lot more. It was more real. <clears throat> it was a man yeah. in a suit. I mean, obviously, billionaire philanthropist, Playboy <laughs> superhero guy, but he was. But he made this like um, armor, and it was a little more real. And then after that movie, and then it was Captain America, and then we had that one character with the red face. What's his name? Red Skull. Yeah, Red Skull. And then it started getting a, intertwining a little more fantasy, and then after that, it started becoming a little more fantastical. But I think because you were already, in, if you didn't follow the comic books before, you were already involved in that world, then I think it just kind of like brought you into fantasy. Yeah, they did a great job of getting non-comic book fans into shit throw Robert Downey Jr. up on the screen with like sweet fucking rope like new technology armor just kicking ass it's like that's pretty accessible to everybody yeah like you said and then they that opened that it's it's funny to think about that like we're hitting on that theme of like what opened the doors Mm -hmm. to all these new ways of making things that if you weren't in it before it's like it's attracting new fit which is awesome for those industries and it's like you know talking with Eamon and, and you know he's in comic books and it's like that's cool that new people are going to comic books too and just being like oh yeah there's you know uh, visuals awesome you know movies are great tv shows but it's like yeah hopefully people are also going to comic books and be like well what's the real you know it's kind of cool people who would never would have thought about it before are like well maybe i should read the uh series Mm -hmm. yeah fuck yeah do it it's good for your brain I think too also with like all the computer generated the synthetic realms that are created and all the computer generated graphics it makes it easier for people to access it makes it more accessible for regular people to watch a comic book movie 
and it, it's not just relying on the story as much where maybe the story is not interesting to somebody who doesn't really care about this character or doesn't mm-hmm. know so you do some cool computer graphics and cool you know shots and whatnot and it it then it just makes it a cool movie whether you like comic books or not yeah you know? yeah like cinematically it's just mesmerizing mm-hmm. that's why i really loved guardians of the galaxy because mm-hmm. i'm such a space nerd i just want to live in that frame of of all the literally the galaxies in in the picture mm-hmm. I mean, think back to the old superhero, like the old Batman, like the TV series yeah. and stuff, and the old movies. Oh like, my gosh, the shark. And the old original <laughs> Superman before everything was just like, there was no computer. When Christopher Reeves was basically just like in front of a green screen with a fan, you know, <laughs> pretending to fly. and it, You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, But I guess back then too, that was still, you were like, oh my God, it's wow. so cool. Yeah. yeah. Did that create better imagination for uh-huh. kids, you think? What? Did that create like a better imagination for kids, you think, that were watching that show? I don't know about better, but I think it what it did is showed the possibility of what you could do with it's like now now my imagination Yeah, I think it's I think it would be that satisfaction of seeing what your imagination when you read the book and then you see it happen and you're like, That's pretty close to what I imagine like you can do that. Yeah. You can make yeah. your imagination come true by you know, cool film tricks. It's like that's that's a unique thing for sure. I think that I think um, any of those like yeah, or I remember the Matrix, like when I first mm, saw that, that was and that you watch changed. it now and here's the thing, yes, it, it some of it you're like, oh, it's bad. But at the time it's it blew me away. I was like, What the fuck? Like the bullet time shit. Mm. That because, changed everything. Yeah, it was like that's crazy. Like another movie that was like a you know, a monument of like shit's changing how mm-hmm. we tell stories visually on totally. screen like we're showing you new like you know and now it's you know I think the I don't I don't think I it's hard to say what's next but it's like is virtual reality movies next kind of like you're in it as Big a time. bystander in the movie if so cool I think I think I don't know like if they do it well like Henry said if it's quality it's like what a fucking crazy experience that would be if you could be in the movie like you're on the street walk, looking up at Godzilla be like holy shit look yeah. at that thing walk like that's probably next maybe I don't well, know that's yeah. what you Black Mirror did um, with the mo- Bandersnatch well, that, where you that's can select the, the story yeah that's Choose Your Own Adventure which is, is going to become a lot more popular mm-hmm. um, huh. but they do have a lot of virtual reality short films at film festivals now um, oh, that's cool. becoming a lot more popular where you put um, the mask on yeah, or the, oh, cool. the whatever headset oh, it is. Yeah. Um, but uh, so going back to what you said with the computer graphics, I think that like a, a striking visual and something exciting to watch and just see is so important. But I think why we see a shift in quality and acceptance of it is before it was a lot of like executives not understanding why people connect to the original material Mm. and being like oh it's because they're on a crazy planet and there's a giant battle and that's what people want to see is Mm. like the the fight scene and really i think people connect to those smaller more human moments of those characters and having people who grew up with the material now the ones kind of in charge of 
spearheading a project where they can be like, yeah, sure, we're going to have a giant battle at the end of this. But you won't give a shit about the ending of the battle unless you get those small human moments that attach you to these characters. Like, in Game of Thrones, when somebody dies, you don't care because you, like, <laughs> you, 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 like... I care. Well, no, no that, I'm like, you don't I'm care sorry. because they're like, you're like, I wanted that house to win the war. It's like, right, right. It's, you cared about that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know what and, you mean. And, and create, like, having those things of, even like The Sopranos, like, throughout that show, it's like a mafia show. Mm-hmm. And you don't care about it because it's like The Godfather. You care about those characters. They kind of zoom in a little bit on the people element of it. And sure, it takes place in this world, mm-hmm. but you, you care about the people more. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think that's <clears throat> like, you know, for me, because, you know, you've been watching this show, at least for me, this is the longest I've ever like committed. been, been, um, my attention has been held by a show for this period of time. And, um, you know, you, you get to know these characters and you, you know, you get to kind of understand them and you feel like you know them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now I'm thinking like, hey, when the show's over, it's like, in a way, it's like you're grieving a loss because mm-hmm. it's like, uh, well, now there there is no more Jon Snow or yeah. Tyrion or whoever your favorite character is. It's like this just stops. You know what I mean? So it's kind of weird, and and I get it. I mean, like I'm not gonna lose any sleep over it, but for people that are like totally like, oh, God, I love it so much, they're like, you know, I can see how they would be more affected by that, you know. Um, and I think that just is a, a sign of good writing and just a, a great, a great show, good show business. Yeah. I think also um, Game of Thrones was able, it, it created a gray area where it wasn't like good versus evil. Everyone had a human instinct for survival. Like even Cersei, where you would say, oh, she's evil, but... She's not like she loved her children more than anything in the world, and she would do anything for her family, and including I think, evil things. Yeah. yeah, but like, but like, there's no, there's no evil. The world isn't a black or white, right? You know that, that thing exactly right. Yep, yeah, exactly. It's, That's it's the human element that instead of creating an archetype, you you put a person in it. It's yeah. like. The Marvel movies are basically these demigods trying to grapple with their own existence uh, mm-hmm. a lot of the time. Where yeah. even Robert, uh, Iron Man specifically, in that he is a human, mm-hmm. and yet he can create like he has this ability and could potentially like overthrow governments with by himself, like and how he grapples with that both politically and personally is a very fascinating thing that could very easily just skip over. Like, just give me a fight scene. But instead they chose to be like, well, if this is a person, like, they're going to struggle. Like, Mm -hmm. they're not... No one is perfect or inherently one thing. Yeah. And I think that's a a really awesome thing that they've been able to bring. 100%. And like Gabby said, like, you you picked up on... (laughs) You picked that inside joke. Uh, You picked up on that, Gabby, of... That's that's a great writer can yeah they they know that there's duality is not that's not 
clean writing. That mm-hmm. that's not fun. That's boring because it's like you're either this or that. No, that's not true. You're one thing in one minute, and then the next minute you could be something else. And yeah, Game of Thrones, Marvel universe, like any of that good writing. Those it's complex characters. Yeah, I struggle with having all this power. I could throw overthrow the governments, but um, I have a, a moral compass. And then the villain who's like, fuck yeah, I'm destroying everything. But then, well, shit, what, what's my motivation? You know, it's like, yeah, there's, there's, it's complex and that's just good writing. You that's know, why it's, I... It's, it's, it, it makes us, because we connect, we recognize that. Sorry. Yeah. No, sorry. I didn't yeah. interrupt it. That's why I loved in Infinity Wars. I loved Thanos. I loved how Josh Brolin <laughs> portrayed good, Thanos. Right. Because, yeah, what he wanted, you know, essentially was genocide. But I think, like, you would see his portrayal and you actually kind of reasonably understood his motives. Right. As a well-written character. Very well. And very mm-hmm. well acted. Yeah. Another yeah. villain that I I think was probably one of the better, kind of a little more zoomed in, a little more, like, people-oriented was uh, the Vulture in Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, yeah, yeah. Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton did a great out. job. And, like, he was there to support his family. Like, he was, like, basically, like, shot down by society like his he had a job and like wasn't able to do it and so his reasoning for becoming a criminal essentially was out of necessity like and i think that was really interesting where it wasn't necessarily malicious but it was something that like the world turned him into Mm -hmm. and i i thought that was way better than just somebody being like I'm going to blow up New York. <laughs> <laughs> With that accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have to. Well, that's what, yeah. that's what DC Comics is here for. Yeah. yeah. The over the top. Which, hey, Although, that's fine. Though let's, the let's give them credit because I... <laughs> no, wait, no, if, just if, kidding. Of course If I you guys it. haven't started watching it, um, uh, I'm not sure where to watch it other than the app. I... Uh, um, I have my buddy has the app, so I've been watching it through that. But the show Doom Patrol on oh, the yeah. DC streaming app is so excellent okay. just in again the like personalities of the characters how they're all written they're complex they're not perfect it is a fantastic awesome show hmm. and so that's the first like thing from the DC app where i'm like oh they actually gave an artist like license to create something mm, yeah. full and complete and from the heart as opposed to there's a good guy and a bad guy, and you know who's gonna win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that because I think people are smart enough to know that that's not fun to watch. Like at, overall, like we want more, and that's what Game of Thrones, a show like that, has given most. Be- they're like, oh, I did. You know, some people it, the first shock of the someone their favorite character dying, and then they get over it because they're like, well, that. I guess I want that. I didn't want that, but now I see why it was necessary. It, 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 you know, and I can't speak for every person watching. Some people will be like, fuck that show for that, but (laughs) which I'm sure it happens. But for me, it's like loving a good story. It's like that. It's necessary. You're going to get over it because you want, because if they're telling it well enough, you're going to want to know what happened and why was that death necessary. Mm -hmm. So, 
And heroes don't always win every battle. And oh, I think yeah. that was yeah. important. Some realistic shit, too. Yeah, because like in Infinity War, I think that was one like ending a movie and like they're they're much more allowed to do this in them because i i always get bummed in like a horror movie or something when it's just the bad guy won and oh. you are left with this feeling oh. of emptiness and like Fuck it feels like shit. betrayal mm-hmm. yeah but in this saga the, yeah. the infinity saga that marvel put out 22 movies for it, 22 which is crazy which is wow, insane that's nuts. yeah but it's they allowed characters to lose even like in Avengers 1 mm-hmm. like the the whole reason for the Avengers is to avenge something like you have mm-hmm. to lose something important in order to fight for it like fight for revenge like it's 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 important to have your characters have actual stakes and i think game of thrones and the marvel movies have have kind of created stakes yeah. where it's like you don't know mm-hmm. what's really gonna happen until it gets there. Yeah, I think that was the beauty of um, Civil Wars. Mm. Is it? But when I remember, well, I played the the video games, um, but the so the storyline in the video games was a little bit different because it was about like Tony Stark was behind the plan of registering, um, which is kind of boring politically right now, um, of registering superheroes in the sokovia accords yeah and then captain america thought that that was an infringement on your rights and so he didn't but i loved how the movie still portrayed what was it that they wanted in the movie because i was still the sokovia accords it's after age of ultron right um when they basically like the fallout of and this was another i think super important thing is you see a lot of superhero battles where cities are fucking destroyed and you're Mm -hmm. like yeah, there are people in those buildings. Yeah. Like, the, the the fallout has consequences. It's not, sure, these people are fighting to save the world, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that there weren't consequences for their actions and and legitimate things that you would think about because, again, you it's the human element of right. all of this that ties into reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to, it has to be grounded in something. And I think that's where it's it's getting better where you can be fantastical but it's still grounded and you can relate to some element of it yeah mm-hmm. that's and that's I think finally not finally but more and more shows are catching on like yeah that's how you tell or and sh- movies are being made it's like that's how you tell stories like yeah yeah like the human ready? aspect ready okay ready to go now you know now go forth and make better movies. Yeah. You you now you there's some pretty good examples of what not to do and what to do. And I get I, I obviously it's not as easy as that, but it's like going forward, like we're we're gonna have a higher, you know, Caliber. our standards are gonna be up now, and that's I think that's a good thing because it's for entertainment value. It's like yeah, fuck yeah, I want to yeah, we need it, we want to be entertained because there's plenty of people that. You know, I, like, like I said, I, I, I still watch baseball. I'm still, that's, you know, I don't know why, but baseball is always like, yeah, I can always watch baseball, but every other sport, I can't, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, there's plenty of people that don't watch any sports and it's like having, you got to have some, you know, outlet, some entertainment outlet and these shows where it's like, you can get 
you can give a shit about something and it's like that's yeah you're yeah that's your team you know um, <clears throat> it's, it's unique at well not unique but it's unique to each person but overall it's like yeah we're isn't that cool though that one thing can make everybody collectively go fuck that or it's, oh. it's once in a gen like you know i feel like especially this marvel series and game of thrones combined these are like once in a generation mm -hmm. things as far as the cultural reach yeah. of all of them are it is so massive you can like when people don't, haven't seen game of thrones they're in a minority <laughs> right that's crazy <laughs> it like is. Yeah, it's something definitely. that started as a subculture like if you would ask people yeah. if they read a song of fire and ice 10 years ago they'd be like what the fuck are you talking I, about? I remember a kid in my high school walking uh haze wearing he walked around with those books in his hand and this was in the this was like 2000 2001 like the dude was way ahead of the curve but it's like and he, but he was the alternate. You know, he was, he was one of those uber smart kids. But you know, he's punk rocker, and I didn't know what it was. But I, and back then, I liked fantasy too. But I was like, well, what's that? That looks too thick for me. Yeah. No fucking way. Because <laughs> like, you know they're fat books. But it, yeah, now it's everybody. But here's the thing. I guess what's left is part of me is like, well, maybe I should read the books and just just yeah. for fun, you know, mm -hmm. to see like. Like we said, you know, sometimes watching the movie first and then reading the book, like like I did with Ready Player One. Yeah. It was completely different, and the book was a joy to read because it was like you saw the choices that movie producers made for the movie, and you're like, okay, I don't understand why you wouldn't do this that was in the book because that part is way much, you know, or much more impactful if you had told that. But okay, all right. So it's now, it's like, okay, the show's over. Should I go read the books? It's yeah. an undertaking, but mm -hmm. that might be, you Even know. Even just an audiobook version. Like, right. that's usually how I, like, that's we'll how I listen. It's, I listened to yeah. all the Harry Potter books originally. Yeah. Um, that was how I read them for the first time, was through the audiobooks. Jim Dale did a fantastic job. I'm pretty sure he got a couple Grammys for oh, his wow. reading of Harry Potter. And it's great because he was pronouncing things correctly. Like you learned how to <laughs> actually awesome. say the words. Um, yeah. And it was just, it was a, a joy to listen to because it, you, like, even when I'm reading, sometimes as you're reading, you'll catch a glimpse of something in the yeah. next paragraph mm -hmm. and it's distracting. Yeah. But having something where you're just listening and at that suspense, mm -hmm. it's, it's cinematic in its own way. Absolutely. Yeah. The art of the audiobook, man. There's, there are some of those, and some actors, when they do it, it's, like, perfect. Um, some authors try and do it, and you're, like... And a lot of, a lot of authors, at least one I can think of off the top of my head, he, he said he's, like, I refuse to read my own because he's, like, I can't do accents, and this person has an accent, so I want someone that can do it because that's the character. And I was, like, that's cool. Like, he's, you know, he's admitting, but, yeah, I, that's good. Um I'm sure there are audiobooks for Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. I wonder who reads them. Yeah. I'm sure there's usually um, there's a, a couple different people, I think. They usually do like two yeah. different recordings. Because some people just have aversions to certain people's voices. And so <laughs> yeah. they're like, I, I don't fuck with that dude. But like, yeah. there's there's somebody else who does the uh, the Harry Potter books other than Jim Dale. And it's funny. I I thought that was the only one. And I talked to somebody who was adamantly 
on the other person. I cannot remember for the life of me who does it. It's an actor. But they were like, you listen to the Jim Day? They like, we got in a heated conversation. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, I had no idea that I like had made a choice <laughs> as a child <laughs> with one specific audiobook. It's funny, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, like, the, like you said, there's already spinoffs, but there's going to be a good year, at least, I think, of mourning that show. Mm-hmm. But, you know, how many people are going to go back and rewatch it and catch things you never see? Because that's always fun, too, is, like, rewatch it, going through and being like, fuck, you know, I never caught that. That's yeah. And there's plenty to go through, because there are, there's so many names. I think that that was one of the things I heard in criticism of it is like how many names you had to remember i'm like i they're i'm right there with you but yeah they, i can't you know, i can't my wife is amazing like she's second like, season she knows everyone's names and remembers everyone's names she's also an english major so her brain works yeah like that. maybe Mine doesn't yeah. but i'm just like <laughs> you know the fuck the dude yeah the dude <laughs> that with one the, dude the guy with the eye patch yeah that i don't Was remember his guy? name baron dundarian Barrick. See, uh, yeah, I think it's Barry. He was badass, yeah. but yeah, I don't remember. See, again, I just but... know that he was in the Brothers Without Banners. That's like that was. Yeah, I, see, I, I can at least like that. I okay. can at least categorize what house people are in. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. First names are like full names. Are I'm like, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah. Well, but and that's cool. Like that again, another. But to have a show like that where you're like, oh, it's done, but I want to go back and it, you know, it's. You do catch it's things the gift that you've never that caught before. It keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. true. Yeah, I mean, we're rewatching it tonight. Are you the like the sec the just the last episode? Oh, okay. And okay. That's what we did the with the other one too. We watched it twice, and I'm glad we did because it's like, oh yeah, I didn't check, I didn't notice that yeah. the first time. Yeah, or, that's yeah. You know, I mean, why not? Because it's it's you're delaying the inevitable, and that's yeah. why I do the same thing when I play video games. I'm like, well, I <laughs> might need to go replay that level because I don't think I got everything. And it's really, it's because it's like, I don't want this to end. Yeah. Plus, <laughs> plus, last night, it was we watched it after we had all hung out yeah. and drank and smoked a bunch of weed. I didn't smoke and, anything. Well, I don't smoke we weed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Um, um, sorry. But I, yeah, well, it, again, you're distracted. So it's that kind of like It's just kind of one of those things, too, where also, and I think that's, again, kind of goes back to what I was saying before with their attention to detail, because yeah. there are such... Yeah. Uh, small details that are significant but they are small and yeah. and like I maybe it's just me as a viewer I'm not quick enough to catch all of them first time through but um, when I oftentimes rewatch it there's things where I'm like oh I totally didn't even notice that the first yeah. time mm-hmm. or you know which is great I, I mean, was what distracted a... by boobs you know? <laughs> yeah what a great <laughs> show yeah I mean how I, cool is that I think yeah. and again we're pitting Walking Dead versus Game of Thrones in this thing. I think Game of Thrones succeeds in that they know it will end. Like, yeah. there is yeah, a yeah, point yeah. to yeah. the story. Right. There is a final battle. Like they're, Walking Dead is... Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and having mm-hmm. just a, like, episodic thing with a point right. is so much more satisfying than just trying to continue it and then eventually you're gonna jump the shark if you're just trying to keep it going right and that's you know and it's like that's like when the franchise (laughs) becomes like that it's 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 more about like like i said keeping the machine going than the Mm -hmm. actual art form itself Mm -hmm. right yeah Yeah, the integrity starts getting muddied and 
Yeah. And yeah, exactly. goes back to what Henry was saying, like the corporates were like, nope, keep it going. We're getting, you know, yeah. we're getting good, good revenue stream yeah. here, you know. They don't understand why people like it. And then they start, yeah, right. like taking things away <laughs> and like, yeah, it's like restaurants do that shit where like they're, they get so busy and like they're making enough money that they're like, oh, we can cut costs by yeah. changing our bread right. or something yeah. like that. Or like, yeah, we'll just buy some, something different and then we don't have to make it every day. Yeah. And then the quality changes and you don't like it anymore. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. I remember when I watched the first season, because I watched um, Walking Dead until, can we say, because it's like, it's been like five years since it happened. Maybe four Since years. Just called the baseball. Since the episode. great death. Oh yeah. Yeah that. the the when Negan went to town with his baseball yeah. bat. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Think, I think so it's I, been long enough for sure. Yeah, it's been so when sure. when go for it. You can say it right. Okay, so yeah. when uh, what was the old with the older man when he died? That was like oh the uh, oh fuck Dar- the, not uh, Daryl but it no was the like, guy that owned the farm. Um, yeah. Marshall. No. Mar- no, uh, it was um. It's with a D, I Herschel. think. Herschel. Herschel, yes. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> with a D. He, that was actually a very pivotal. Yeah, like, those, that was a moment. I was yeah, like, his oh head my cut off. God. Fucking brutal. Um, and he was a main yeah. character. Mm-hmm. But I remember the first time that I ever watched the first season, which was only six episodes long, I was like, holy yeah. shit, this changes everything. Because it was very cinematic. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that they barely did it with a budget. Well, they had a budget. They did. It was yeah. a very popular comic. And a- yeah. I mean, oh, that's true. It was. It was. So it's AMC, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that was, uh, I believe, post Breaking Bad. Yeah. yeah. Or, or at least in the the height it was, of. It was. Yep. Some, and yeah, yeah exactly. they just had they had some budget, and they. I mean, they did luckily give it the budget it needed to mm-hmm. have the success mm-hmm. that they got. Yeah. Yeah. But there was something I think really beautiful about having just six episodes at the beginning of it. And each one was just like, you didn't know what the hell was happening. And I think like it was, the show was awesome until about like season five when they got to the prison. And then that's when it started getting really, really kind of Well, it, it got, what's the... Uh procedural like a cop like yeah. you can only watch so many episodes exactly. of law and order and be like i know it's gonna happen mm-hmm. but don't they take actually real cases i don't and then they I redo them or law and order i mean i'm sure there's there they probably wrote one that was actually happened that they're like that's coincidence but i don't know if, i don't know on that but i want to say they do but I can't but yeah remember. the yeah when glenn died in walking dead i was like I'm kind of done because he was yeah. one of the characters that I watched it for. That you're like, yeah, that and and in that regards, <clears throat> because it wasn't. I I I don't know. I get people sure argue with me. I don't know if that was necessary to continue the I, story. Yeah. And at that point, it just felt kind of like punishment of just mm-hmm. like. You're still gonna watch, aren't you? <laughs> I'm like, I, I actually stopped watching after that episode. But they, I, I did too. Like, I'm sure there's cool episodes after that, but but they for needed me, it was to kill like, a major character because it just it was well, too predictable. And that so there's the there's a problem with that. The Game of Thrones problem. Okay, so yeah, like let's well, let's yeah. do the the Ned Stark to Glenn comparison <laughs> because. Yeah. Like yeah, watch like having Ned Stark be betrayed, and I'm season one, so go fuck yourself. For spoilers. <laughs> but, yeah. um, Seriously, but 
but like it, it, the betrayal was political and mm-hmm. and like it had it motivation it had story purpose um and you you, you like saw the sword swing towards his head mm-hmm. with glenn you you watched him like suffer brain damage before he died in a, a bru- in a brutal visceral scene yeah and and yet like i it made that character negan so much more terrifying but at the same time i was like i've seen terrifying villains on this show like totally i feel like i got like assaulted visually <laughs> for like my yeah. sweet sweet boy <laughs> just getting beaten to death in front my of me sweet boy He's yeah. such a sweet boy, and I cared about him. And, yeah. Like, and uh, when he was gone, I was like, oh, they're just, like, they keep bringing on new characters on the show. He's just going to get replaced by some other side character. Why do I give a shit about this? Like, and I yeah. stopped watching after that, and people say that, like, oh, the Negan season is the best. I'm like, I'm sure it's good. Yeah. But, like, I feel like I got betrayed by the writers being like, who can we kill that is going to be brutal for people? <laughs> yeah, it was too brutal. If it was something else, I think I would unmotivated. Continued. Yeah, like it didn't um, help the story. For it me. really didn't. I encourage you both to go listen to any and every Nerdist interview with uh, the comic book writer. Well, fuck, what's his name? Uh, the guy that did. Oh, the, the guy comic that does book. Talking Bed. Um, no, 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 dead. no. The guy that wrote the comic, um, who oh. also writes for the show and produces the show. Um, Sorry, but listen to those interviews because he does. He does not. He's not shy about saying like, "I don't give a fuck what people think." That's awesome. Oh, okay, all right. Well, at yeah, least you're honest. Yeah. He's like, "I don't give a fuck. I'll kill off every popular character I can just to fuck with people." Uh, at least well, you're good honest. For him. Yeah. At least yeah. you're honest. Um, but not for me. At at that point, it was just like, "All right." Well, and also, I didn't. Like, same thing. It was like, I don't. Like the after that, it was like okay, I kind of yeah, Daryl and Rick. Those are the two characters. I'm like, Rick what can a you fucking do? bitch, dude? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just got tired of like hearing him whine and complain and like Coral. take the burden. Coral. Coral. <laughs> That's but, his true yeah. accent coming through. It, I know, you're it, British. it became a thing where oh, shit. No, I'm not. Like, if I was annoyed by the characters on Game of Thrones, like I became annoyed of all the characters in Walking Dead, I wouldn't watch the fucking show. Yeah. Like, there's, like, I just, I, I can't see, but again, it's, it's because they're motivated by, by actual <laughs> things. It, it's not just move to the next setting for this season, <clears throat> survive, make a terrible mistake, and yeah. then try to deal with the consequences. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. A hundred percent, man. It's it's, The Walking Dead was one of the best shows I watched up until, yeah, season five was kind of where it started, being a show where I was like, okay, but what's the overall point here? Yeah. You know, and then they introduced that dude who was a genius who knew what was going on. Not so much. He's just really good at surviving and telling people lies. Yeah. Who was smart, but not... And it's just like, okay, now it's getting annoying because I want some resolution here. I want answers. This isn't like... It's lost. It's stringing me along and I want answers. Like, 
And that's Game of Thrones. Like, yeah, they had episodes where you're like, what the fuck? And then the next episode or two episodes later, you're like, oh. Okay. Like there was some resolve. And it, and that's that's another just huge key of storytelling is like you got to, yes, give your audience some credit where they can probably fill in some of the blanks. But also don't just leave them hanging and be like, well, you figure it out. It's like, no, your job as a storyteller is to tell me why I should care why that happened and yeah. not just be like, well, I can guess, you know, it's, and again, it goes to the impact of the show like this. And, you know, it's, I, and again, I understand if someone tells me that they don't watch Game of Thrones because it's too violent for them, I'm like, you know what? That's, that's their choice. That's fine. Yeah. They're like, it's too, that's cool. I get it. I, I, I understand that. But if they're just like, I, I don't know. I don't. There's some excuses I don't think I'd accept. Um, well, dude, they just killed my favorite character. It's season two. You haven't. You got to give it time. Yeah, because you don't fa- have a favorite character. You don't. Yeah. You got to abandon that right away. Just say who. Who should I start paying attention to? Yeah. And oh, they might go away, but they might not. And people you might hate turn into something where you're like, wow, oh, that's really good storytelling because that. I see how they got to there in this. Gosh, it's just the human experience. They yeah. really just changed storytelling and filmmaking and everything. Yeah, it's 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 a huge thing, and it's it's going to be over in <laughs> a month. Now, what would you think? Do you think Westworld will be able to take it over? I don't know. I've never watched Westworld, and I I not because I I don't want to. It's just something that again, we're <clears throat> the that's the other thing I guess too is with all. all there's too many choices of, so you almost kind of just have to pick pick one and stick with it. If it hooks you, just stick with it. Cause I, there's plenty of shows I started and it they hooked me for a while, but I'm like, I got I, you know, I want to finish my big. It's it's your epic, it's mm-hmm. your opus. Like, yeah. Okay, once Game of Thrones is over, then I can start exploring Westworld. Cause I know that that what a cool story to begin with. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Before a, you start, watch the original Westworld with Yul Brynner. I did. That's a okay. Great I built way oh, back in the day. Yeah, dude. me too. It was, that was it was like when I was a kid. Yeah, dude. I Yule, scared the piss out of me. I, I know. <laughs> yeah, his fuck? face came off. You're like, what? Yeah. The, there's circuits. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, fucking rad. I'm, I'm so happy they've announced that like this next season, season three, will be the last season of Westworld. And they were like, really? They're like, it has always been in our minds a three season arc. Interesting. Yeah, I think they pushed it with season two. I just yeah, feel like it went two's... to like it, that, the concept of that. I yeah. think is like there's really only so much you can do where. The season two, like my 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 like bullshit detector started going off, yeah. and I'm oh, like, come I on, yeah. come on. Until, yeah. until I heard that they were only making one more season, and that was the plan from the get go. Um, I like as soon as I heard that, I I kind of think of the second season a little bit better, where I'm like, okay. This is a part of something. They're not just... They didn't like just make a season one and it's like, how can we keep this going? Right. Like, they, they have a, a vision plan. for yeah. it. Yeah. And that, that gives me at least like... I'm like, okay, you took artistic risks with how you're doing this. I... It's... It feels a little like True Detective season two, mm-hmm. where you're yeah. like... <laughs> you know, before I forget this thought, I want to say what what... Karen and I started watching in between Game of Thrones was Outlander. Oh, fun show. Oh, I've heard that's, that's really good. good. It is good. It's same thing. It's shot well. It's believable. Um, 
There's maybe not as much nudity as Game of Thrones, but no. you know, <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. What are you gonna it's do? So disappointed. <laughs> you know, what are you gonna do? Just stick with it. But um, I liked it. I thought it was cool. You know, yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people that really like that show. Um, yeah, it definitely has. It's like, and and that's the other thing is uh, like a fandom base. Like, mm-hmm. if you can get people. It's like in groups, like supporting a show because they love it. That's amazing. Yeah. And I, yeah, even just like, you can like a show like The Big Bang Theory and you can also go fuck yourself. But, uh, <laughs> but like, the, <laughs> you only have two options. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the, the, those are the same options. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> and, I, okay. And if you do, no, if you do, you can go fuck yourself. I, no, I, it's, I, see. I, I don't, I, agree. I don't, I, I can't stand that fucking show. Dude. But <laughs> I, I think there's something to be said for um, television or like in modern television now where it is much more like a movie. There is a point to the story. It is not just mm-hmm. like you enjoy these people interacting. It's you want to see where the arc goes, yeah. And and having having something to look forward to and seeing the next chapter, sure, I think yeah. is really yeah. important. Do you yeah. think? Do you think not not just Game of Thrones, but do you think streaming has changed everything? For sure. Um, just in access. Like, uh, it, and it goes back to the spoiler thing. Um, like, people were very sensitive to Infinity or to the Endgame spoilers online. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were like, you, "There's always going to be the occasional dickhead," but um, <laughs> I think people were really sensitive to that because you have to go see it in the theater, and most of those shows were sold out. Yeah, like you couldn't go see it opening weekend if you didn't pre-order your tickets. But for something that you have HBO Go or you can Put it on demand. You can watch that anytime, anywhere. You could watch it at work if you really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Like you could just pull up your iPhone and Find watch the yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think just in sheer access, streaming has changed the way we can watch episodic storytelling. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I think for the better too, for our attention spans. Yeah. Because I remember waiting weeks, or you know, or like after it. Okay, that season ended. Fuck. And now it's like, <clears throat> if you haven't watched Game of Thrones, guess what? You can just binge the fuck out of it and watch the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Luke hasn't watched it at all, and he's like, I'm waiting till I get mono. It's like, oh my God. it's like I want it just For when I'm months. like, yeah, like in bed, and I'll watch all of it. He's like, I'm, I have nothing against it. I just know that when I start it, yeah. I'm going to be whole hog in and like I need the time to like dedicate to it. But he's like, it's like I, I don't care about spoilers. I'm like, you, uh, you, 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 you will. That's you the might. thing is you haven't, you don't care about them now because you don't care yet. Yeah. But you right. will yeah. eventually. Yeah. How is Luke? He's good. Good, yeah. 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 I'd like I, it's to... cool I get to see him every now and again at um, DJ's. Yeah, uh-huh. He's yeah. So sweet. yeah, hey Luke, come back on and play some songs, buddy. What's up, Luke? Yeah, we uh, we actually just worked on. Um, we're gonna do this thing called the Stone Ridge Sessions. Mm. Um, yeah, we're we're gonna play. Um, we have two set lists, so we're gonna do two different videos of like five songs each, and go through and do some acoustic guitar, electric guitar, like sweet. just versions of our songs. Oh, was it like the like Miley Cyrus's backyard sessions? Yeah, something like that. Which was her greatest not, moment in her career. I have not watched that. I don't know. Um, yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. But it's that a thing. version of Jolene's good. Right, that's the only one I that agree. I've seen. 
Because I can't stand her, but someone, like, <laughs> um, someone had I me watch that to kind of prove voice. to me like, oh yeah, you don't like her? Watch this. And I was like, I still hate her guts. But yeah, <laughs> that's a great version of that song. Yeah. Right. she has. I think she has a fantastic voice. And like she her does, but sessions. she can sing through her. I don't know. We can let's, let's not yeah, get off the rails version. here. But yeah, we'll we'll Sorry. come on Sorry and do um, like one of our sets here. Cool. Yeah, man. That'd be, cool. That'd be fun. Did we decide to call uh, so like kitchen kitchen counter sessions? Or yeah, when like when Reese and kitchen Laura were concerts. here. Yeah, the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, Reese also wants to come back. She's like, we need to have another whiskey jam night. And Hell I was yeah! Like, yeah, anytime, dude. girl. Yeah. Um, yeah, you guys, bring, bring for the listeners, guitar. you need to listen to um, uh, Laura Fox and, uh, fuck, I just forgot her name. Like, oh, jeez. Reese Galito. Jesus, Reese Galito. Yeah, it's okay. We're all, you've had two Pacificos, you're fucking <laughs> drunk, Gabby. Okay, that makes me sound really bad. <laughs> uh, like, okay. 100%, 100%. Cheap date. <laughs> She's great. That's perfect. Cheap um, date. Pundy P. She's but, great. you know... I get so another question too of on top of the Game of Thrones thing is mm. um <clears throat> Ooh, I mean, yeah, what's next? And and also like do you guys have a show, like a backup show? Oh, good question. I mean, Outlander it sounds like you've got Outlander you can We did, yeah. I don't know if there's any is more. Is it to done? Watch. I don't know. Okay. I kinda lost interest because it's like mm. um it's a little yeah, shark jumpy. Kind of, and I think what shark jumpy. Like, <laughs> maybe not shark jumpy, but like <laughs> it's just like uh, I can only binge watch for so long. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what kind of with Game of Thrones, what kept me engaged was it like, you know, like I can't sit on the fucking couch and like just watch things. Mm-hmm. I just don't have that attention span. So um, mm. now. I think that's what happened was that my wife can. And I was like, ah, I can't watch anymore. And then she got ahead of me. And then I'm like, ah, I'm not going to watch this on my, you know what I mean? It was just like, ah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't Put in the work to catch up to where yeah, the person Yeah, it just didn't mean that much to me. But um, I'm sure that if like I just hop back in, I would still enjoy it. I don't think it's a blow to the show. It's just me and um, my short attention span. Yeah. And that's, uh, I mean, that's just being honest too. Yeah. Like, you know, there's, Plenty of great excuses to why you haven't seen a show. Um, I think. What about you, Henry? Do you have a show that? I mean, you're you are the best consumer of media. Here, yeah, and that's not a bad thing. No. I'm just because I rely on you to give me recommendations. So yeah, I try to like keep up with um, with especially during like the the crucial TV seasons. I try to yeah. ca- like be pretty caught up with a lot of that stuff. Um, I, so I have, like, every Thursday I get a new AP Bio and a new Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And those are great comedy shows. Yeah. Uh, Billions is on its, I think, third season right now. It's a great show on Showtime. Um, but mainly, like, for, for things like this, um, uh, like, it's hard to replace or, like, mm. these shows are, like, the big shows. You can't, like, that is what you watch. So, right. like, in... In turn, I think my like backup shows that I'll like return to to watch are, are animes, and I th- like yeah. um, there because there's so many of them out there, and I think honestly, anime will be like it's 
if if the comic book and fantasy worlds have been the like first horsemen of the apocalypse, <laughs> anime will be the next big one to go into mainstream. Because I think like. I've watched so many different animes, and it's just a medium, like anything else, to, mm-hmm. to tell stories. And I think you can find really interesting human stories through these fantastical or or not uh, worlds. Like, one of my favorite animes is called Yuri on Ice, and it's an ice skating anime. But you <laughs> love the characters, yeah. and it's super interesting, and it's also very gay. <laughs> But like uh, it's it's uh, I love the show like G A Y or G E I H. Oh no, it's 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 gay like okay. for sure. Um, <laughs> but it's it's really good. Um, I also love like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. The new season of Dragon Ball Z was awesome. Yeah, uh, it, it like it had all of the heart and love that I like grew up watching in mm. in Dragon Ball. But it's it's new and. Um, yeah, I just think that, like, for my, like, go-to TV, I can always turn to anime. There's a great new show called Baki on Netflix that's super good. There's one, I can't remember what it's called right now, um, but it's these, like, three Yakuza members, like, fuck up uh, on a job, and their boss, like, puts them in plastic surgery and turns them into, like, K-pop icons. Oh, shit. And, like, so it's these, like, three gangster guys in the bodies of, like, three, like, J-pop girl. Oh, that's And so, like, you, like, it's it's hilarious and weird and crazy. It's, there's just so much out there to to kind of see and find out. So, yeah, Yeah. anime is always what I can go to. That's good. That's good. I mean, what about you, Gabby? Do you have a... After after this, the vacuum that Game of Thrones will leave. Do you have something to fill? Do you, or do you have any interest in anything? I mean, it's kind of hard to. Do you even do anything, guys? <laughs> do, you even, do you even care? Do you even burn <laughs> I started rewatching Game of Thrones. Okay. I'm in season three, three and uh, a half right now. Um. Do you want to tell you what happens? <laughs> so so after so when that's Afterwards. when you're when you're done rewatching. I don't know, like I, I started um season two of The Handmaid's Tale. Okay. And that's a really good show, but that is heavy. It is. It's dark. Like you cannot Okay. That's a show that a you break. can't really binge. I would yeah. love to talk to you after you finish that season because it's past the point of the book now. Oh, um, it is. Yeah, season... well the book was only the first season. Yeah. Um, so I want to see if you think the same things I do about. It. I won't. I won't like even give you my opinions because I don't want to like. That's an hour yeah. two where they lost me because it's just not believable after a while. Yeah, it's character- just like this. This could never happen. Well, also characters mm-hmm. are making decisions that I don't think that person would make. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Totally. Mm-hmm. That's that's totally it too. Or like we're watching it and we're like. Pfft. I want to. I want to punch her right now because she's a dumbass. Yeah. You know yeah. I mean? Like, and it just. It's like it distracts you from the story because you're like, "What an idiot!" Yeah, you wouldn't do that. Yeah, like why? Why? And it is, and it is totally self-serving to the show. It's like, okay, so I'm gonna have to deal with more bullshit next season. Yeah, like, exactly. It's, like it, it's upsetting, not because you dislike the show, but because you like the show enough to you're yeah. like, why are they yeah. making these and decisions? That's, <clears throat> that's sort of hmm. um, how I feel. Uh, I don't know if I can say this comment. 
I guess I can't. It doesn't really spoil anything. But that's sort of how I feel like watching Daenerys now. I'm like, oh, come on. Like, don't make this about her. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the story is too big for just Daenerys right. degrading. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. Um, that's I'm essentially what to the see, season like, has like, become. It's, well, I mean, it's to the point now where I'd almost be surprised if something didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. I understand. <clears throat> Before you guys came over, I was trying to catch up. I was 30 minutes in to the last, at this most recent. Oh, and, you haven't finished it? No. Oh. And, um, cause I went to bed like a good boy last night. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I see what you mean, Clint. There's, I have faith that they won't do that because it's like you've come, they've come this far. But I see what you mean, um, you know. And I I don't think they'll disappoint us. But yeah, I hope not. I, it, I have faith. You know, it's again and I, like the way we talk about a TV show, like yeah. it's that important. It's like yeah, I apparently part of the cult. everybody is has been cra- like human beings crave this kind of storytelling. And that says something as a whole. It's like that's important to people because you know, in a world that is moving really fast now, and you're you can hear everything that happens to everybody. We all know what happened to somebody in another country. It's like the communication is just and it, but but we're also it's not personal anymore. It's like oh yeah, I know that happened over there and there, but whatever. It's like that disconnect of that. You know you're your people it's like huh you're numb to Those, information you're numb so it's like having a show where it's kind of like i think it kind of fills that little like realistic thing of like i should care about it it's like huh you care about fantasy characters and that's great that's a good start but <laughs> <clears throat> next next step is you know yeah so it's i don't know this <clears throat> my vacuum show i think <clears throat> filler would be I need to continue with American Gods yeah um, I'm, on stars like the season finale just came out I haven't okay. watched it yet but um, and it's a it's a cool ass show like anybody that hasn't like I, you know find a way to get stars or maybe Amazon Prime has there's it a there's, there's a it, honestly like Stars has their like, own app, right? Yeah. And if you're like your Jaboy, you can crush that <laughs> season in a week. Like there's there's a, like some free yeah. trial that they have okay. or like 14 days or something. Okay. You can if you I think yeah, it's like watch one every night. Yeah, you know, watch one every night and if you want to that's the other thing is pay for shows, like pay for HBO. Like right. pay pay for Stars because they're Making great shows. After yeah, the Evil Dead was awesome, and I definitely oh, dude, I loved it. I, that's why I bought my Stars subscription. Was I was like, yeah. okay, I should support the yeah. people creating content that I'm enjoying. Right. Yeah. And and For I think sure. it's it's important. I, I I now have the rule of I will only like steal an album <laughs> like off the internet if I'm gonna buy the vinyl. Like mm. if if I've if I've listened to something on YouTube so many times, like, like I, I should support yeah, the artist. I'll that get made the it. physical. Yeah, and oh. it's hard because you you're like, but I have access to it for right. free. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get it, but yeah, no, that's a good point. Um, but yeah, that that show, it's again, it's I, I mean, it's just weird enough to it for me. It it feeds that. I love that kind of just like what the fuck am I watching? Mm-hmm. But not, and then you watch and you're like, this is a crazy story. Like what a cool storyline. Weird, 
and it I wouldn't expect I would expect nothing less than from Neil Gaiman to take something that is fantastical and mytholo- you know mythology and put it smack in the center of modern times and to be like this is probably how it would play out like, yeah that's that's pretty fucking cool the show gives me anxiety it gives me <laughs> what's called the lost anxiety where I'm like are they going to be able to pay out on some of these mysteries? Right. Like, because right. it gives me that it's that big. perfect fun tickle where you're like, Ooh, I don't know, what's, what's this? Who's that person? And then yeah. you're like, can, but can they wrap it up? Can they bring it together? Yeah. yeah. So. Also, they're not going to go through a writer's strike, hopefully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, everything's cyclical, so possibly. Hopefully not in the next year or two, <laughs> five or 12. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know if you guys have any uh, anything else pressing your mind right now, but I think this was a much needed, and and I think we did a hell of a job of not spoiling anything <clears throat> for anybody, other than me. like, hey, listen to this, and if you haven't started it, go start Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's fun. Give it a chance. It's fun. Give it a chance. <clears throat> and 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 I mean that. Give it a three or four season chance. If mm-hmm. you say after season four, you're like, fuck this. I want to hear. Your, I want to hear. You're right. It's like I want to hear your reasoning, and you better be good at arguing that point. <laughs> and I, I get it too. Like I'm the type of person where if like everyone's like, oh, this thing, this thing, this thing, this thing, it's like I'm totally not I, yeah. interested, and I'm like, uh-uh, fuck that thing. Yeah. So if you're that type of person, I get it. But I would say I am too. And I, I gave it a shot, and I was yeah. like, oh, fuck, this is pretty yeah. cool. It, it's worth the hype. Yeah, yeah, same way. Mm-hmm. I know the show that happened to me with was Breaking Bad. People were like, it's amazing. And I was like, I watched it, and I was like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave it a chance, and I was like, ah. And then somebody spoiled the end, and I was like, eh. Sorry, but this one was like, what the fucking relax about Game of Thrones. <laughs> and then I started watching, and I was like, you know what? I'm fu- you fucking relax. <laughs> yeah, I'll fight go, you. Go go watch it. Um, Bender, do you have any new music you've been listening to? Uh, not new, but or anything you've just been kind of um, gravitating towards recently. Mm. Um, I've been listening to a lot of death metal. Nice. Um, it's been that I don't know why, but it's just been pretty. I don't know. It's been a good. Uh, Good month for that, mood-wise, um, which we'll do the early preview of this. Uh, Gabby and I are going to do an episode. Um, maybe Clint will be there, maybe you'll be there, but it, it's a Gabby-influenced thing called The Music Munchies, and we're, it's going to be just kind of a short episode, maybe 30 minutes, and we're just going to we're gonna come up with some lists of, you know, there will be a little theme for each show of, like, you know, road trip songs or road trip themes. And, um, so, you know, we'll, we'll definitely cover the music. It's, and it's all music. Nice. It has nothing to do with anything but music. So we should make like a little Spotify account so people can follow the playlist. Yes. Okay. We can do that. Um, that's a good idea. But yeah, as far as, I mean, trying to think new, no, but revisiting, um, and, you know, they're one of those bands that, Changed their sound, but they're they're enjoyable all throughout. Was Sepultura? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They were kind of thrashy, and then they went death metally. 
And they had new metal, a little bit of new metal metal in there, but um, that that was I was cranking that shit this weekend. Just um, you know, they just got I don't know. Anyways, that Mm -hmm. I've been on a death metal kick um, as of the last two weeks. Did you ever get it in Machine Head? Yeah, yeah, Um, fuck yeah, I love those are Bay Area boys. Are they okay? Yeah, that yeah, a little Machine Head, but yeah, as far as new any new discoveries, no. I can't say that I've found anything on I'm like, I've never, like, current, I should say. So, no, but um, death metal. Mm-hmm. Nice. Death metal. What about you? Um, I know you're always, you always got somebody you listen to. Yeah, I, I've been <laughs> revisiting uh, this album by a band called Anamanaguchi. And um, <laughs> Anamanaguchi, they're a super silly band. They were all, um, like textile majors and they eventually (laughs) became they they started building lighting and stage rigs for bands and for like just like visual effects and stuff and then they made this awesome like chiptune pop punk band they don't sing or anything but they what's chiptune chiptune is is music that you can make with like game boys you use a lot of those like like video games okay like basic tones yeah eight bit tones and stuff that's tight but their their songwriting is fantastic and they're just a super fun band okay the album endless fantasy i think it was their newest album that they put out Hi, it's Brenna. really good. Hello. And um, then en- Endless, Endless Fantasy. Fantasy by Anamanaguchi. And then my friend showed me this band called Mom Jeans. Oh, yeah. Mom I, know Jeans. Mo- I know Mom Jeans. And the album yep. Best Buds is super fun. It's like a Midwest emo pop punk yep. like feel. It's They're shred on guitar. Yeah. I, I love it a lot. They've got some good trumpet in there as well. Um, good mix of acoustic and electric songs. Mm-hmm. Really yeah. dig that album start to finish. So nice. that's what I've been jamming cool, out to. Okay. I actually know Mom Jeans. Ta- I think Tad showed me that or someone in that circle. But yeah. <laughs> People on the internet keep are, are always making fun of him for sounding like Goofy <laughs> in the Disney movie. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, he has a little element in there. Um, uh, that's yeah, funny. But I, <laughs> okay. I, I can hear it, but <laughs> I'm like, it doesn't bother me. <laughs> that's funny. Nice. Gabby, what about you? Get off your phone. I'm looking at my Spotify because okay. I can't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> Um, I honestly have well, no... Well, who'd you show me um, when we tried to do... So, little <laughs> little insight here. The, the first time we tried to do our Music Munchies episode, I got a little too stoned. Um, and, I, and I was rambling nonsense. <laughs> um, so I was like, well, that's good. You know, Gabby, you can you can definitely get stoned for those episodes, but I'm going to... I was I stopped it like eight minutes in, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck I was just saying. So... <laughs> so I will not be doing that, but you showed me a, a, a gal who... Uh, Do you have a list written down? It, it might be somewhere, but um, if, if you can't think of anything off the top of your head, what have you been listening to, that anything at all this week, like to start the week? What did you start your week off with this um, morning when you drove to work? Were you listening to music? Well, I love listening to KCRW. That's a nonprofit radio station. Okay. Um... Because they usually they put some music on there that you I, that I hadn't heard before. Um, there's no commercials, which is really nice. Um, so I kind of start with them, and then oh, let me see, because I always Shazam a lot of stuff. But other than that, like really not anything that's like pivotal or okay. memorable. 
Listening to the old terrestrial radio. Jeez. <laughs> oh, good for you. Right? Keep the medium alive. I know. Clint, what about you? Any new or any? Yeah. Did you, you listen to anything today where you're like, yeah, today's soundtrack? Monday's no, I soundtrack. didn't listen to anything. Honestly, I didn't listen to a damn thing today. Which is nice. Today was kind of like a day of silence for me, which is, I need oh, that. Like nice. just a day of quiet where, like, I mean, I went out and did a few things, but at home it was just. Okay. No TV, no radio, no nothing. Just yeah, just the voices just the in my head. Sound of your thoughts. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I wish. I know, super boring answer, but that's, that's okay. Right. Yeah, I mean, really like yeah, music. Way to really like, kill my motor, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Midnight um, six. God, but you know, I'm all over the place right now. Um, uh, so am I, man. I'm listening to. I'm going back and listening to a lot of like. Um, older alkaline trio i'm going back and revisiting some like just older pop punk stuff um some ska stuff um i haven't been getting too much into metal of course i'm still kind of regularly listening to mutoid man but uh, other than that like i'm not really getting too metally right now um i just yeah i'm kind of just all over the place well i I mean it is spring and things you know, we'll talk about this on our music munchies, but a little more in depth. But you know, when the sun stays out longer, like your overall mood changes, and therefore your music change, music needs and feels change. And it's like, yeah, that's just like TV. Like, I got to be real honest. It's gonna be really hard for me to want to stay inside and watch a show when it's mm-hmm. nice out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, because I'll get that anxiety of like, I should be outside that's enjoying the sun. Too, yeah. And, you know, and I wake up early, so it's like, I'm going to have to really be picky and choosy about what shows I start. If, if it's 20, again, revisiting show, like there's those, what do we call what We call them uh, comfort food shows. Futurama for me, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, like any shows that are like 22, 23 minutes. I've been watching the shit out of Frasier. Oh, nice. yeah. I never watched it when I was young. I never watched it. I just started. And it's one of those shows I was like, well, let's see. Yeah, you brought I, that up the other night. Yeah. Like, it's weird. I don't know what happened, but I was like, I fucking love that show. Do you it's like so Cheers? I, I watched Cheers, and that's why I was like, I kind of, I actually got to the sixth season of Cheers, and I was kind of like lost a little, like, mostly because I fucking hate Diane. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's really obnoxious. But uh, I was like, oh, yeah, there's a fucking show spinoff of Frick. So I watched it, and now I'm like season five. I'm like, this show's really just, it's comforting. Yeah. It's like, you don't have to think too hard. Mm-hmm. You can just turn it on and just enjoy it, and, have, and it's 22 minutes. It's like, yeah. perfect. I never so, understood Frasier, like, for when I was a kid, and then I started watching <laughs> Cheers when I lived in yeah. L.A., and I was like, I fucking love this. Yeah. This is, like, such comfort food comfort for my food. food, for my soul. Comfort food for my food. <laughs> it's comfort food when I'm eating my food, <laughs> and my soul feels good. Yeah, no, so, I, yeah. Oh. Go revisit some old shit if, you're, there's, if you can't think of anything new or you don't want to. Just go find something that's comforting for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. You know, but going forward, you know, let's let's all cross our fingers and hold our breath for the season finale. But in the meantime, you know, just take a step back and realize what an impact this show has had, mm-hmm. and ask yourself yeah. like why. And it's it's kind of fun because it, it it'll make you think about what you love about you know a story or a character. And it's like 
that's why I care. And that's why it's like, it's dive deeper because it's fun. It's fun to do that and see when you learn a little bit about yourself. It's going to be hard to see those people play other characters too. Yeah. Well, yep. Especially a lot of those characters, <laughs> that is their entire career. Yeah. Correct. That was their first of, job Their first ever. job and yeah. it has been the only job they've had or yeah. needed. So, yeah, you're right, Clint. That's exactly, it's, it's going to be hard to see Jon Snow in a role. You know like, nothing. Like, you're in a rom-com? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Where's the dragon, dude? <laughs> Although, if, if you have the chance, if you love Game of Thrones, please watch Seven Days in Hell. It's an HBO sports mockumentary. Oh, I've seen it. With oh, Andy, that's right. He was Sandberg. really good in that. That was really funny. Fucking hilarious. That was good. I forgot he was in that. He was, <laughs> that's right. He did a good job. Wait, is Kit Harington in it? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And it's very funny. Um, good, good point. But, again, that'll be... They're, that'll test their acting abilities. Yeah. Can you convince me that you're not that character? Yeah. yeah. I know John doesn't <laughs> want to watch anything that has um, uh, Sansa. What's her name? John Snow uh, doesn't want to watch anything. She doesn't even have a real name. She's Sansa forever. Um, <laughs> I'm so- Sophie Turner. Sophie Turner. Because she plays, what's her name from X-Men? Phoenix. Phoenix. And Jean Grey. Yeah, Jean, which it looks... Yeah. That's fine. Like she does a good job. Sure. Give her but a chance. But it's just going to be really difficult to see them as anything else. And that's okay, right? I think. For a while. Or we'll forget. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> I, dude, I, well, no, here's the thing. I've seen no. her so much before, yeah. so it's like, she's oh. so she's such a good act, actress, Wait, so it's yeah. like, yeah, I'm good. What, was, what movie was she the villain? Mad um, Matt, or uh, uh, Judge, uh, Judge, Judge Dredd. 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 That was fucking Oh awesome. my gosh. Yeah, Nina Hedy. She was yeah. badass in that. No, now, she, her I've seen in plenty of stuff before that yeah, I can continue. Good. She is a fantastic actress. And her, ta- talking about villain portrayals, I thought she was fantastic. Because it's rare that a female can play a villain that isn't sexualized. Because if you look, I feel like most times that fe- that women are villains in movies, they're always hyper-sexualized. And it's always like the sexiness that really just doesn't need to be there. And I thought her portrayal in that. That's your opinion. (laughs) (laughs) But I think she's a fantastic. She's an amazing, amazing actress. Yeah, she's perfect. Agreed. Hundred percent. Absolutely. (laughs) Hundy P. All right, you guys. You guys feel good. Yeah. Feel feel refreshed. So good. And get some pop culture off your brain for Mm -hmm. the listeners. Go go fucking watch it. (laughs) If you haven't, and comment like. Dislike, disagree. I don't care, but say something. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I highly disagree. I think, <laughs> you know. Anyways, thanks for being here, guys. Thanks Cheers. for having us. Yeah. Cheers. Tink, 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 clink. Goodbye. Oh fuck, that broke.